listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. Hi, I am your host, Rodney Payne, the coach. Let me just pause and say thank you so much for continuing to like us, to share our podcast, to obviously subscribe if you're listening, and then offer us a rating. We certainly would appreciate you helping us as we continue to grow uh, our influence and our audience. I want to thank you for joining this week and also make sure you stop by our social media sites at Rodney R. Payne. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Turn on your notifications so that you can be made aware of what's going on next in our world. Again, so glad to be with you on this week. Have a very exciting topic for you. I want to talk about from passion to pain, from passion to pain. I have a question for you. What do you do when your passion has overtaken your life and is moving from passion to pain? It didn't start out like this. You you used to have so much energy, you were so excited and you you just you were consumed with your passion. Now it seems like you're drained and you're dreading your mile-long to-do list and what used to give you energy and life and vitality has now begun to be a process of just pain, pain, pain. If you look at it, I'm reminded of an old blues song that says, the thrill is gone. Have you ever experienced that? Are you, Maybe you're going through that right now. Well, on today, I want to help you move uh, this from passion to pain back to passion, but I want to help identify what you're experiencing. What you're experiencing is literally unbridled passion, or, or better stated, out of control passion. This has gotten out of control. You are now consumed. You don't, it's so hard and difficult what you used to love, you now dread because. All you can think about is making your mark, fulfilling your dream, uh, be uh, reaching your destiny. You're, all you can see is what it takes to get there. So here you are stressing, trying to cope with everything that you're experiencing in your life. I want to help you move this passion that's gone to pain back to passion. So what I want you to do is, is I want to I help you. How do you gain control of your passion? Listen, let me give you five quick steps to help you remove the pain from your passion. Number one is you have to differentiate between passion and pleasure. You must differentiate between passion and pleasure. Passion can best be described in three quick words, powerful, compelling, and purposeful. When you find the mix of what's powerful, uh, compelling, and purposeful, you'll find your passion. Let let me add a couple of bonus words there. 
giftedness, or perhaps your strength zone. That's how you identify your passion, but oftentimes passion can be confused with pleasure. Well, what is pleasure? Uh, Pleasure is basically, in its simplest form, something you enjoy. Just because you enjoy it does not make it your passion. There's a big differentiator between pleasure and passion. Why is it? Because pleasure is something you enjoy, but you can enjoy something or many things, but they don't necessarily have to be attached to your purpose. That's why it is so important to differentiate between your passion, your powerful and compelling purposeful thing that's tied to your giftedness or strength zone and your pleasure, just something you enjoy. Let let me say it this way. I enjoy a lot of things that I'm not necessarily very good at. Uh, For instance, I I really enjoy golf. I I enjoy playing golf. I I, I like the challenge, the, the relaxation and the two or three good shots that I hit per round. But let's just face it. I'm not a very good golfer, although I have a good time and I may hit a shot or two per round that may have may have you thinking that I should be on the senior tour. But let me tell you, while I, it's a, it's pleasurable, I enjoy it. It is not my passion that's compelling, powerful and purposeful attached to my strength zone and my giftedness that that I'm here to 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 reach my my destiny with that that is not what golf is for me it's simply a pastime that I enjoy you must differentiate between passion and pleasure uh, secondly uh, if you're going to take this passion to pain back to pleasure you have to give your passion direction you must give your passion direction Passion without a specific target becomes wasted energy and or disappointment. So so when your passion is left without the direction or or where to send it or or how to funnel it, if you will, and not going to a direct target, you find yourself uh, becoming uh, uh, frustrated and struggling because you're disappointed and you've you've been busy and you've, you've done a lot of things and did a lot of busy work and took a lot of time, but you didn't make any progress. That, my friends, is a very painful process when you don't make progress. And so what we have to understand is wasted energy and disappointment are like putting, if you put those two things in your GPS, wasted energy and disappointment as a leader, they will lead you directly to pain Boulevard, not the street of my namesake, not P-A-Y-N-E, but P-A-I-N. You will find yourself on Payne Boulevard. So you must make a conscious effort to, to give your passion some direction. Your passion needs leadership. And, and let me just throw this in as a caveat. You must understand this that whatever you do and do well, you're still going to need leadership. That's what your coach will do for you. You need someone to help you to get the best and the most out of your passion. So step one is differentiate between passion and pleasure. Step two is give your passion direction. And then step three is make sure you develop your passion. Direction is pointing it in a certain way, whereas development is strengthening your passion. 
understand undeveloped or underdeveloped passion leads to the pain of frustration. When you have a passion, but you don't take time to develop it, to grow it, to be intentional in adding some depth and some 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 uh, fortitude and integrity to your passion, it can become so frustrating. So what we learn is this, is when we have what I call preparedness, when we're prepared, we will always reduce the pain we experience in the process of trying to mature our passion. But what happens for most of us is that we don't develop our passion because it comes so naturally, because it's easy for us, because it's we're very talented in that area. My mentor, John Maxwell, says talent is never enough. You should get that book and read it. It's going to take more than talent. It's going to take some development. It's going to take some direction. You're going to have to make sure you have proper identification as it relates to what your passion is. Now, can I offer you a caveat here? Understand this. You're going to experience pain as a leader. No matter what you do, pain is unavoidable. But when you are prepared in your area of passion, you can mitigate and or reduce some pain that you'll experience. But if you're not experiencing any pain as a leader, then you're not fully pursuing your passion. Your passion will cause you some pain, but our goal here is not to let the pain overtake us so that our passion becomes our burden and no longer a joyful experience for us. So I want you to make sure that you're following here. Make sure that you are developing your passion. Undeveloped or underdeveloped passion leads to the pain of frustration. So you have to be prepared and preparedness is up to you. You don't get to blame someone else for not being prepared in the area where you're passionate. You have to take it upon yourself to learn and to grow and to develop that which you find to be your strength zone and your passion, the place where you will leave your mark on this planet, the place that will be a placeholder for your legacy and will uh, transfer this to generations to come is going to be, be, be visible and evident because you have taken the time, the energy, not wasted energy, the effort, the productive effort, the intentionality to develop your passion. I want you to understand development is up to you and development is a decision. Your passion can stay in an immature uh, state, underdeveloped. It can stay in an infancy state. If you don't take time to nurture and grow it, that requires the intentionality of development. So I am counting on you, leader. You can do it. You have got to make sure that you develop your passion. Let me back up here. Step one, you got to differentiate between passion and pleasure. Just because you like it doesn't mean you're good at it, doesn't mean you're going to do great things with it. You have to make a difference between the two. Make sure that you tell your passion where we're going. You give direction to your passion. Don't waste energy and end up on Pain Boulevard. You've got to make sure that you're giving direction. But when you give direction, make sure you're taking time to develop what you're trying to direct. If you don't have a developed passion, you are going to 
have more pain. You will not be able to avoid all pain, but you can reduce the pain when you take the time to prepare. And step four, please, if you don't do anything else, delight in your passion. That's right, delight in your passion. What am I trying to say? Appreciate and celebrate your passion. Enjoy it. You have to enjoy what you do. Life is way too short to do something with your life that you don't enjoy. Many people will go to work and will retire from jobs uh, that they've been on for years and never find joy in working. I was recently watching a movie, and I can't call the title of it, but George Clooney was a star of it. And in this movie, what he does is he is a professional um, uh, fire, he fires people professionally. He, he flies around all over the country. Uh, I believe it's up in the air, I think is the name of the movie. But but anyway, what he does is he goes in and he fires people. And, and they're trying to get this replaced from a face-to-face uh, human approach to doing it remotely via conference call as technology is coming on the scene. The movie came out early 2000s. And, and so in one situation, he's, he's having to let someone go and letting them know that they're going to be fired. And the gentleman says, how do I go home and tell my kid, I, I make $90,000 a year, now I make nothing. Well, George Clooney's character had looked at this guy's resume. When he looked at the resume, he saw on there that he had graduated from culinary school or something to that effect, and he, was, he had chef on his mind. And, and so what ended up happening is he ends up taking this job and then he grows in the job, and now he's stuck in the job. But now he's being let go from the job. So George Clooney asked the man, he says, how much did you sell your passion for? How much did you sell your passion for? And he says, what do you mean? When you took this job, I noticed your passion was cooking because I looked at your resume, and you had the pedigree to cook, but you took this job. How much did you sell your passion for? He said, I sold it for $27,000 a year. And so the 27 kept growing. And so finally, he's stuck in a place where he didn't enjoy his job. And now he's being released from the job that he gave so much to. Why am I telling you all of that? You need to delight in your passion, enjoy it, and spend your time doing something that you are. It's your strength zone. You have a giftedness in it. And you enjoy it. Don't get caught up in the trap of trying to pay bills, but rather go find your passion, pursue it, and it will pay your bills for you if you spend the time with it. So so my caution to you in this is when you are passionate, it's, we know it's talent. We know that it's your strength zone, but don't abuse your passion. Don't abuse by abuse. I mean, don't abnormally use your passion. Some of us will take our passions and we'll not develop them and we'll use them to take shortcuts and we won't prepare and do what we're supposed to. Don't abuse your passion. Don't cheat your passion by taking shortcuts. I want you to be intentional and maximize your passion. It's so critical that you enjoy this thing, that you celebrate it, but do not abuse it. Everyone is not capable of doing what you do in the way that you do. We had an episode on passion not long ago, and I wanted to revisit this topic because so many of us live lives that are just simply frustrating because of how we've how life has dealt us some cards, so to speak, or how we, we fell into this job or 
fell into this job. And the fact of the matter is, we have a passion. So when you have a passion, it's important that you delight in your passion. So differentiate between passion and pleasure. Step one, give your passion direction. Step two, develop your passion or grow it. Step three, delight in your passion. Step four, and then step five, and this is so significant. I, I want you to catch this. You need to set disciplines or boundaries for your passion. You must set disciplines or boundaries for your passion. If you recall, at the beginning, I asked you a question. What do you do when your passion has overtaken your life and is moving you from passion to pain? It's going to happen naturally if you do not set boundaries or disciplines in place for your passion. In other words, you must provide a structured area in your life for your passion to blossom. So if you don't put structure and intentionality around delighting in, developing in, and giving direction to your passion, you will never reach your full potential. So you must make room for that in your life. It may mean waking up early, staying up late, taking writing retreats, but you have to be intentional and make room for your passion to blossom. You must give your passion a work area a place where you focus on it. It can't be a pastime. It can't be casual. It must be intentional, and you must give room in your life. Provide a structured area in your life for your passion to blossom. But at the very same time, you must also provide a safe place for your life to blossom without your passion. Oh my goodness. Did you see the boundary set there? In the first set, we're, we're, we're giving room in our life for our passion to blossom. But then we also want to provide a safe place for our life to blossom without our passion. So you've got to set some boundaries where you don't allow your passion to overtake your life. When your passion overtakes your life, that, that's when you have casualties in your family. That's when your, your friendships and relationships suffer. That's when uh, your health can suffer. When you have no boundaries uh, or you set nothing in place, you find yourself overworked, overwhelmed, stressed, sick, and struggling with life because you've given no room for your life to glow. You don't have to work 24-7 in order to pursue your passion. You don't have to work 80, 90, 100 hours a week. I know that there are thought processes out there that say, uh, you have to, you can sleep when you die. I'm telling you now, you can rest while you live and still be intentional, be direct, have some direction and some development and some delight in your passion, and you can still enjoy life. What is the point of maximizing a passion while minimizing your life? That's when passion becomes painful, but we're trying to move from pain back to passion. That means we are going to set some disciplines and, and some boundaries in place so that we can grow to our full potential. My goodness. Let me recap this one more time uh, for you today. Make sure that step one, if you're going to move from passion to pain back to passion, then you've got to differentiate between passion and pleasure. Passion, remember, powerful, compelling, and purposeful. 
Pleasure is just something you enjoy. You have to differentiate between passion and pleasure. Just because you like it doesn't mean that's what you're good at. Secondly, give direction to your passion. Your passion needs a specific target. Thirdly, develop your passion. You have to grow yourself. When you grow yourself and you prepare yourself, you reduce your pain. Fourthly, delight in your passion. Enjoy it. Don't abuse your passion. Don't cheat your passion by taking shortcuts. I mean delight in it. And then finally, set some disciplines or some boundaries for your passion. Don't let your passion run amok. Don't let your passion overtake your life. Put your passion in a place where it has confines and it can grow, but it's also not allowed to stop you from living and enjoying life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am your coach, Rodney Payne. We're so glad that you're here and we can add value to you each and every week right here on Speaking with one voice. Listen, I have a quick announcement I want to make. On next week, we will air our 50th episode. I have got a special guest. I'll be, uh, I'm going to tease it on social media, not today, but I have a special guest coming to join us for our 50th episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. Thank you for continuing to tune in. Listen, I'd love to hear from you. Email me, get the contact information in the open or close. The information is there. We'd love to hear from you, but this is your coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you for joining us. And listen, go be great on purpose today. Enjoy yourself. And I know your passion may be on its way to pain, but guess what? We're going to take it back to passion. Make it a great week and be the best you you can be. Thank you so much. Talk to you real soon. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.